to show you off. Take off no matter the cost. Come on now, let me take you across. Lakes and rivers, yachts and boats. We could go to Paris, let me show you the lavish. Ain't no need to pack, we can shout where we landed. Get you well established, upgrading your status. Then we hit the Eiffel for dinner when you famish. We could go to Spain, Barcelona, Senorita. I'll show you a un buen, buen momento. And we don't gotta rush a thing, despacito. Just wanna spend my time contigo, Tigo. So I'm a true beauty and it's not the finest thing all around the world. No hesitate, you choose anything you want, but just why you be me. So I'm a true beauty and it's not the finest thing all around the world. No hesitate, you choose anything you want, but just why you be me. Come on now, let me show you all. Take off no matter the cost. Come on now, let me take you across. Lakes and rivers, yachts and boats. Take you on a cruise to the the carnival barbados crop over yo yeah or trinidad tobago talk we got island hop like we kangaroos we could go to jamaica hit ocho rios lounge with the locals eat like the people island things one punch in mojito then watch the sunset from a gazebo zebo just got this passport. She only got one stamp in it. Let's change that. So I'm a true beauty and it's not the finest thing all around the world. No hesitate, you choose anything you want, but just why you be my guy. So I'm a true beauty and it's not the finest thing all around the world. No hesitate, you choose anything you want, but just why you be my guy. Come on now. Let me show you all, take off no matter the cost. Come on now, let me take you across. Lakes and rivers, yachts and boats. Hey. good it's your boy hollywood we're back hollywood and friends we're here every sunday 6 p.m eastern appreciate you for tuning in however you're tuning in be sure to follow me on social media at i am hollywood instagram facebook twitter all that good stuff if you're on tiktok it's at i am hollywood ny and follow my producer stacy over here at hampton blue network across all platforms blu is how you spell blue and if you want to see our beautiful faces hit up youtube Go over to YouTube right after you listen to this. YouTube.com slash Hampton Blue. B-L-U is how you spell blue. Uh, if it's your first time tuning in, what we do over here is get into what's hot in these blogs for the week. There's always something going on, right? There's always something. Uh, what's hot in the blogs for this week is uh, Christian Keys. He's an actor who um, did an Instagram live video where he's talking about um, someone who's very powerful in the industry. Um, who sexually harassed him and sexually assaulted him. And it's, it's a lot. It's crazy over there. Um, what else are we talking about? Um, Deja Taylor. You might not know her name, but I'm going to tell you what's up with her. She's the mom of a six-year-old who took a gun to school. This happened in Virginia. Took a gun to school and shot his teacher. 
and he's six years old, right? So it's kind of like, how do you, how do you handle this with a six-year-old? The mom actually is going to be handling this. She was just sentenced to two years in prison for her son, who's six, shooting his teacher. I got my own opinions on this. We're going to get into it. Um, what else are we talking about? Oprah. Uh, you see her out and about promoting the color purple, looking right, looking slim and right. And um, she revealed that she's taking a medical weight loss uh, drug. And we're going to chop it up about that. Also, Adele is in the news and the blogs this week for saying people shouldn't sing her songs. <laughs> Karaoke be damned. You should not be singing her songs. And she explained why. But a lot of blogs posted this like misleading headline about it and it had some people chiming in so we're going to talk about that and who said what because they thought Adele was saying they can't sing and that's not really what she was saying but we're going to get into it also I want to review this movie I want to talk about this movie on Netflix called Leave the World Behind a lot of people are talking about it it's one of those movies where after it's over you kind of like what like what what's happening here like and the little um, things that could be taken away from the movie. Some people hate it. Some people love it. We're going to get into it. We got what blows mine a little bit later. And um, I want to, today, usually we have uh, Judy Blue with me, but this is Hollywood and Friends, so occasionally I might have some other friends with me. Today, I'm going to have my boy Rel chime in on some of these topics that I'm going to be talking about for today. Um, Rel, what's up? You here? Hello, hello. Yes, I am here. I am very here. How's everyone? <laughs> if those of you don't know, Rel is very dramatic. <laughs> no, <let me> <laughs> nah, um, Rel is a very, very good friend of mine. So we're going to be chopping it up today about these topics. And... Yeah. Uh, first things first, bro. How's your how's your day going? How's your how's your weekend going? Well, well, first off, I you know I have to thank you know God for another day. You know, um, it's a blessing. Uh, many people did not wake up this morning, so I'm thankful to be uh, to be here, as my mother would say, um, amongst the living, the land of the living. So. Yeah, that's always a great thing. Uh, it's been, it, you know, all all is well. I'm one of those. I don't. I try not to complain about you know anything because we're all our, our blessed individuals. And so, uh, yeah, I'm grateful, thankful for yet another day. That's what's up. Amen for that. That's what's up. Um. So, how are we gonna start this thing off? Is with the question of the week. Uh, this week's question of the week is, is there a difference between criticism and hating? You hate all the time, like, son, why you, why you hate? You just hating. Uh, is there a difference between criticism and hating? Um, Terrell, what you think? Uh, 
if I had to give an answer, yes, I think there's a difference between uh, criticisms and hate. Uh, when we think of, when I think of criticisms, rather, I think of um, there can be uh, critiques, right? I think of criticisms as critiques, whether they be positive and or negative critiques. Um, there could be something that I critique you on that could help benefit you um, and help you, you know, achieve, you know, whatever, <clears throat> you know, for your business or for your, for your, your livelihood or, you know, whatever you're trying to uh, accomplish. Um, hate, I feel is exactly what it is. It's hate, you know, um, it comes from either a, a, a prejudice or a bias or whatever have you, but it's an actual hate. It's a disregard for you, humanity, and all that you stand for. So, yeah, in my personal opinion, I think there is a difference between criticism and hate. Okay, all right, all right, I feel you. Um, for me, definitely there's a difference between um, criticism and hating. I feel like when you... Um, People could like critique certain things that a person does or whatever. And you got some people who just always has something negative to say about um, something or someone um, in particular. Um, I feel like it's hard to, dis to distinguish like when someone is um, critiquing and hating, but it is obvious when it's all they do. Like, if all I hear you talk about is, is negative when you refer to whether it's an artist, their music, or just anything that you see about, that's hating, for sure. But if you are actually giving, like, genuine, like, feedback on it, constructive criticism, then that, that I would consider to be a criticism, so. Yes, I definitely feel there is a difference. Um, if we get any responses for the question of the day, I'm going to read them, but we're going to get into what's hot in these blogs real quick. So, first things first, Christian Keys. Uh, Rel, my boy over here, he's actually an actor um and so this discussion this topic i definitely i'm interested to hear your take on what christian is explaining that he experienced and just the overall what's going on with it so christian keys uh if you're unfamiliar with him he actually is on a few shows um, he's done, um, what's it called? Diary of a Mad Black Woman. He was in Medea Goes to Jail. Most recently, he was in uh, Reasonable Doubt. If you watch that series, he's the creator and he stars in All the Queen's Men. That is one of the latest series that he's in. Um, he's also in All Rise. So you've seen him. You've definitely seen him if you watched any of those I just mentioned. He's in a bunch of other things, too, but those are like some of the top name movies and TV shows that he's a part of. And it was kind of shocking to see this Instagram live video he did. 
And it kind of was like a therapy session almost, it felt like. Like he was really just like spilling something that was like, you could tell was like weighing heavy on him and, and bothering him. And he was basically saying that someone who's like high powered and like um, in the industry, who he is accusing of sexual assault and um, sexual abuse and harassment, sexual harassment. And he mentioned that this person like propositioned him with like $100,000 to take his clothes off. And the person said like, I don't want to touch you. Like, I just want to see you. And he mentioned another instance with a person like tried to get in the bed with them, tried to get in the bed with him. And another instance where the person tried to grab his penis and it's like, yikes. And to put it shortly, he was put in a bunch of compromising positions, uh, Christian Keys was. And, you know, the internet is going to do what the internet is going to do. So a lot of people are like, the internet is already detectives and they always trying to figure out like who someone's talking about. So if you are on the internet, you know who the people are like gearing towards. I'm seeing like names thrown out there and I don't know. We don't know who he's talking about. Christian didn't say who he's talking about, but the one person in particular that a lot of people are saying, I'm hoping it's not. Let me just say that. Um, because of what this person has done for like the, the, the community and just the the culture, um, just the the things they have done. No one is doing it on that um, that level. And the future that could come out of the things that this person has done, um, it would be tragic to see that tarnished. And so, I hope it's not this person um, for that reason. But you never know. With people, uh, we don't know these people. We only see them like online and stuff. We see what they show us. So it would be super tragic. It would be super unfortunate <laughs> if it's this person. If you're online, you see who a lot of people are pointing to when they trying to dissect based on Christian's live, who he's referring to. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Rel, you, you are an, an actor. You've watched Christian's live and him being propositioned to like take his clothes off and um getting his shit grabbed and all that how, what did you think about it how do you feel about this yeah well well i did watch christian's live and first i, I have to say uh my heart goes out to christian uh i i'm not as big as christian in terms of you know my my acting you know he has appeared in um, numerous amounts of television and or movies. And so his his IMDb is, is stacked right now. So, you know, I'm yes. trying to get there. So um, my heart goes out to him for even having to um, endure, like, you know, as he said, for this long of time. And you mentioned that, yeah, this is something that's been weighing on him for a long time. So to have to even carry this burden for so long um, has to be something that I would never want to wish upon anyone. Secondly, we 
we hear about these things happening to mostly women, right, all the time. And you hear things about like the casting couch and you hear these stories about what you got to do to get to the top. And, you know, and that these, there are men propositioning women um, in these instances, but you rarely hear of men that are being also propositioned and, you know, sought after and, you know, abused and people in powerful places using that power to essentially get what they want and um, holding this thing over this individual's head who they know is, um, you know, quite to them, inferior to them, right? And I just think that for a person to do that is so disheartening. For a person to, um, to say, hey, oh yeah, there's a, there's a price. Everyone has a price, right? And um, I can use this money that I have to get what I want because I know you have a price. And, and he said, like, I've told this individual that, you know, I'm not like that. I don't, you know, I don't go that way. Um, you know, I'm a heterosexual male. Um, I don't, there's nothing against, you know, that community. I have friends in that community. Um, we respect each other. And I just think that people should just respect people's um, place in life. Boundaries, um, yeah. Boundaries, you know, that are set, like respect each other. Let, let's let's just overall respect one another. But my, yeah, my heart goes out to Christian uh, and I, I hope he uh, gets some piece out of this, whatever. I'm pretty sure, you know, divulging this information is hard in itself, right? Because right. we all look to us as men as being these strong men, right? Um, that, but men endure things too. We go through things too. So I think it's, um, as you said, it was like a therapy session for him. Yeah, to get that out, to release that, I'm sure has to be um, kind of freeing and liberating for him to to be able to do, but also hard at the same time, because you know, he's going against somebody that's more powerful than him. So, and he's mentioned several times, like, well, who are they going to believe? Who are the people going to believe, right? right. You're going to have people who's going to stand by this individual who's powerful, more powerful than him and, and say, hey, no, he's just trying to get money. They're trying to do just as um, another case that has just happened, right? Um, where a young lady came forward about another powerful individual. And so, yeah, he he he's going to be looked at in a certain light and so but my heart goes out to him I, I just wish he didn't have to go through that I wish no one um has, has to endure that or go through that yeah right um I appreciate you saying what you said particularly about um you the men you don't really hear a lot of men come forward and say these things and we hear stories all the time about the industry about what goes on behind closed doors and things like that. And people use the term like selling your soul and all of this. And like, um, so to actually hear a man come, come forward in this way is definitely um, something that I feel may even give other men who were put in these positions the courage to speak up about what they've gone through. Um, you mentioned also the person he mentioned the person being like more powerful than him at one point in his video he mentioned like he's like i have three thousand dollars in my pocket this person's a billionaire like what who who are they gonna believe like a lot of people feel like no one's gonna believe them for because because of this person's um power and um he also mentioned that aside from it, it seemed like in his video he was focusing on 
one particular person. And you could tell it was like eating him up, like to not say this person's name. Like he really wanted to. And he was saying like his brother is telling him like, you know, not right now or whatever. But he was really focusing on one person. But he also mentioned other directors that he's worked with where he said like he'll read for something and they'll be like, oh, hey, all right. You read for this script. Like you want to come up to my apartment? And he's like, no, nah, right. like I, I done read for you. You got my real, like we, what do I need to go up to your apartment for? So I, I well, could imagine that happens like a lot, like a lot. I'm sure. I'm sure. Because here's the thing, you know, you, you, you're, you're, you're a man, right. And you're wanting this part. Like every actor that I know is, you know, I know we use this term lightly, a struggling actor, a struggling artist, mm-hmm. but it's real. The struggle is real, like, because struggle you're following real. your passion. And yet there are some things that people are, you know, propositioned to do, right? Because you're in a particular situation in life or a place in life, and you're trying to get somewhere else. So it's like, and these people know this, these directors know this, these producers know this, um, you know, so hey, what do I do? You know, do I, and I like what he said in the video. He said, I wanted to be able to walk away and carry my integrity with me, right? Right. So meaning I, I want to still be able to look at myself in the mirror and not say I've either saw, you know, we use this term lightly too, selling our souls, that I sold my soul or I did something that went against my own conscience, right? Or my own morals or my own values, right? Just so that I can get to this particular position in life. How is that going to make me feel at the end of the day? Yeah, I may have reached this pinnacle in life, but how do I feel even that I've arrived there that I had to do the things that I had to do in order to get there? Right. I respected him so much for all of that, you know, to, to be able to say, hey, no, nah, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I may want this part really, really bad, but yo, I'm not going up to your apartment. Like, you know, you have my audition, you, you, you know what I bring, you know my skill set. Right. You know, cast me off of that. If you can't cast me off of that, then I'm good. It's, it's so, facts. And it, it definitely speaks to his his character. No pun. It speaks to his character of who he is as a person to not take the bait and not like just do it just because I, I could really use this money. Just do it. Um, and just standing on his, his, his morals, his beliefs, and just really standing firm on that. Like, it's, you know... A lot of people probably wouldn't have been able to be um, that strong and 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 standing and in, in that. Um, but to think that that's this has been happening like so many years is like is wow. Um, um, he he and it's also not just about this uh, these men who's been propositioning to him. He, he also spoke about a, a woman on the set of a. a movie or tv show he was doing and he said they were about to do a scene and she was walking by him and she grabbed his shit too and he's like yo like what you doing like stopped her and like was on some like if i were to do this to you i would be canceled i would be like ruined like so it just shows that he's just a man of like He's, he's just professional. He's just here to do his job. He he probably has a girlfriend, a wife or children or whatever. And he just wants to go to work, do his job, go back home to his family. He don't want to be sexually harassed like when trying to do his job. And no matter who you are, men, women, whatever, like 
don't touch me. Like, what are you doing? So. Yeah, that's a violation. Like you're violating yeah. me. Yeah, whether it's it's coming from a man or a woman, it's still a violation. And like you right. said, if he were, if that were the reverse, if he were to do that to a woman, immediately, you know, that sexual harassment, that sexual right. assault, he would be canceled. He would be blackballed. You know, he would be brought up in, within the Me Too movement as an abuser. And so, you know, the he he has the same right as a man. Um, to not be violated by anyone, man or woman. Right. Yeah. Um, another thing he mentioned in this video is that this person, he said he got them on um, on video. I mean, not video, on audio recordings. Recorder. He said he had like uh, pen recordings, like various things, because when it first happened, he said he, from that point on, he started recording every conversation. So he says he has this person on audio admitting to having other men on payroll on six figure payrolls to just yeah. come over whenever he wants and do whatever he wants and i was like when i first thought about this i'm like i would think you got to be like down bad to like um pay somebody this amount of money to to have them do xyz or just to see them naked you would think being such a powerful person a billionaire will have you you could get anybody you want like um but i guess they they want what this person wants what they probably wouldn't generally be able to have and well, whether they're well, straight yeah. you know he want the straight straight men i guess and this is the way i'm gonna be able to get them by by paying them this amount of money but just the thought that you got several well, people on a six figure a year payroll is well it's not about to me it's not about down. What it is is about power, right? When you have the amount of money that you have, the essentially the what you have is limitless power, right? You can do and buy anything that you want. So it's like, hey, um, yeah, you know, I'm I'm not one of these individuals that's out, right? So nobody knows my business. So I can employ six, you know, different men uh you know pay them a salary or whatever have you and then they're at my disposal right mm -hmm. but as a rich powerful individual i should be able to have anything that i want right and so this particular individual is something that i want and i know if every these other six that i got on the payroll have a, a price then you mm -hmm. should have a price too and so I'm going to be persistent. I'm going to weigh you down because eventually you're going to come around. You're going to come around. Yeah. Um, I, um, you, you mentioned that when we spoke about this um, yesterday, like some people feel like everybody has a price, like, and I'm going to find that price, like one way or another. I'm gonna find that price, whatever, it, whatever it takes, but it's just, it's, it's wow. It's wow. Um, but I don't know. I feel like not for nothing. If you're going to pay me a hundred thousand dollars, you don't want to <laughs> touch me. You just want to see me. Show me the money. I ain't gonna nah, hold you. Show nah. me the show me the money. Make sure you sell it first. <laughs> and we're gonna have some disclaimers here. Like, you're not gonna come near me, you're not gonna touch nah. me, you're not gonna um like uh try to make me do more after Zell that first. <laughs> you just wanna see me? Like, yeah, no, no. This man yeah, said, nah. I just wanna see you. 
I just want to well, see, see you. Like, I don't, I don't want to touch you. I just want to see you. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. I hear, I feel like if I take that hundred grand, right, you just want to see me. It, it's not going to stop there, right? And even right, let's right. say I take that hundred grand. You sell me first. I take that hundred grand. I get naked. Who's to say I'm already naked? I don't right, have clothes right, right. on. Now you can make whatever advances you want to make toward me. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm definitely in a position where I can't really say that I wasn't willing or wanting this to happen, right? Because now he has something to say. Oh, well, he got naked. You know right. what I'm saying? He got naked for me. So even if I wanted to like bring up charges or whatever have you, they're going to look at me side eye like, well, why did you get naked? Like, if you didn't, you weren't with this man, like, or you weren't interested in men, you're straight, yeah. you're not interested in men. Why would you get naked for another man? No, nah, you're not, you're not, you're not finna, you're not finna cross me up like that. And secondly, a hundred grand ain't enough. Cause if I don't mess with men <laughs> and you want to see me naked, then you got to pay me and you got the money to pay me. I'm talking, I need, I need a meal. Cause if, if these oh, other dudes you got on the uh, payroll is six figures or whatever have you, then you need to you need to tell me a meal. Give me a meal. A then meal. I may consider getting naked for you. I mean, without you touching me. Same by has a price. <laughs> Seven <laughs> figures is Rel's price. Nah, I'm just saying. Um, nah, but that, it's just it's crazy. Like we um we joking, but it's like that's just like it's unfortunate. Um uh but yeah so this is not gonna be the last time we we speak about this because let christian tell it in this live video he said you're gonna have a discussion soon we're gonna talk about this more soon um he's gonna i guess proceed because this is eating him up inside he wants to reveal it out he said y'all gonna be mad at me i'm gonna be the villain after this though said and done because y'all like y'all look up to this person and <sighs> Listen, my mother used to say, <laughs> whatever's done in the dark will come to the light. It's no matter how long it takes, right? You can only cover up things for so, so long, and then it gets revealed. I yeah. think that people feel like they could do whatever. It can go, they can go unscathed. It can go unrecognized. Um, but eventually it comes out, and it just has to be revealed. That's just the way that the universe works. And it's, it's unfortunate, but it has to happen. And uh, Christian is correct. You know, we're going to have to talk about it. Well, we're talking about it right now, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm going to say is, and we probably could uh, end with this as far as this um, Christian goes, but whoever he's talking about is shaking in their boots right now. They're like panicking. I could imagine they probably sitting in the, the big old house and just like panicking, crying like, Nah, on the phone with every attorney, like, yo. Because we don't know who he's talking about, but that person knows. Oh, yeah, definitely. Are. That person knows. Yeah. And to definitely. find out now that this that Christian has audio recordings of you, and Christian said their voice is so distinctive that as soon as you hear it, you're going to know. That's what so he said. They, they are, imagine they're going through it right now. They are panicking right now. And it's like, overall... Let this be a lesson, though, to any powerful man, any powerful woman who's propositioning, who got people on the payroll right now. Y'all <laughs> might want to like um, and, and, and they probably thinking like the NDA thing is like enough. And like Christian said in his video, the NDA don't count if it turns to a crime and I got to like 
turn this into like authorities or even Correct. if you subpoenaed in court, we spoke about that a few weeks ago, the NDAs don't count for that. So yeah, I might not be able to tell Rel that you just offer me a hundred thousand, but if the cops come or, you know, the FBI, whoever spilling the beans. I got, I got proof that shows proof that you did proposition like, me and uh, yeah. Yeah, but again, um, they my heart goes out. Heart goes out to all anyone who's um had to endure like this situation. Yeah. yeah, and that's another thing too. I appreciate you saying that too when you said it earlier about Christian because people look at men all the time as like being like so strong and um even with Christian saying this, you don't see that many comments about him and how he's doing and um it's all about finding out who it was or not really taking it that serious Christian's feelings. And you could tell that this is like hurting him, like eating him inside to have held this in for all of these years. And I'm sure there are thousands of other Christian keys out there that had similar experiences. So. Yo, this dude was in tears. Like I, you know, he had tears in his eyes, like coming. So it's definitely one of those heart wrenching things. You're like, dang, I was like, dang, like I really, I feel for you because, you know, at one point you, you you start to group everybody together in a sense. I don't, I typically, uh, I see people, I listen to them, you know, listening is key, right? I listen just intensely to what they're saying, um, how they're saying it. And I allow my spirit to discern whether, you know, it's coming from a truthful place or not. And so, and listening to him, I'm like, this man is, is hurt. Like this is coming from a truthful place. And then we're so judgmental as a society, like, when it comes to men, we're supposed to have this vibrato, right? That, you know, always tough. And, you know, any any sign of uh, what society considers to be a weakness, you're, now you're a soft man, you know what I'm saying? And so I just feel like if we could just be a better people all together and a better community and understanding that we're all human, that we all have emotions. Uh, just because I'm a man doesn't mean I don't cry. Just because I'm a man doesn't mean I don't get sad you know, let's have a better understanding of humanity as a whole. Um, And then, you know, we could better understand what we endure and how we're able to cope and or handle what we have went through and gone through. We all have a story, both men and women, you know, in our lives. And I I just, I just pray we just, we just get better at understanding one another. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Christian, just the last note, he mentioned that um, when speaking of who this person is, that this person is a a hero to the community and he doesn't want to ruin that either. Like he knows the impact. Um, But at the end of the day, when once this comes out, if it comes out in the way that it's seeming like it's leading up to come out. It's going to be it's going to be big, especially if it's who a lot of people are thinking it is like, yeah. I would big be in that it's yeah yeah like it, it's going to be hurtful for a lot i'll be like like you see my reactions last night i was like i really <laughs> hope it's not this person just because like who's doing it like this person like like what they've done and what they're just getting started technically like and what could grow and it's just like yeah because they've they've done a lot like you said for the culture for the people but yeah, um, I hope it's, uh, yeah, 
we'll see. We'll see what happens. Like I said, I don't know how soon this is going to come out, but it's going to come out soon. I'm guessing. So stay tuned. We'll talk about this more when more comes out <laughs> and it's actually revealed who he's talking about. And we hear that uh, audio, those audio recordings and all of that. But let's move on. So what else is hot in these blogs? Uh, Deja Taylor. You might not know her name, but you definitely have heard this story. Uh, Six year old boy in Virginia took his mom's gun to school and shot his teacher. Six years old. Um, And many wonder, like, how how does how do you go about this? Because this person's six. It's not like he could go to juvie or go to prison or something. But apparently somebody has to pay the price for what he did. And the mom is that person in this case. So she was just sentenced to two years in prison for child neglect. I personally, I disagree with this because I feel like, yeah, yeah, the boy um, shot his teacher and stuff, but the mom, I feel like, should not have to be sent to jail for her son shooting. Like, take take him away from her, maybe. I don't know if y'all talking about child neglect or whatever. Like, if y'all feel she's an irresponsible parent or whatever, like, take him a- away from her or something. But for the mom to go to jail, I, I just, I don't agree with that. And I know you feel differently about it, but what you think? <laughs> Yeah, I feel differently about this situation. Here's the thing. At some point, we have to set an example, right? It's unfortunately that she's going to be the individual that we set the example or it's, you know, hell to to set the example in terms of uh, being uh, negligent and allowing your child to have access to your firearm, right? This is a six-year-old that has access to your firearm. Why? That should not be, right? That should not be at all. I agree. And then what what are we teaching our children at home, right? He's a six-year-old child. How do we even, how do we even, I can't even fathom that we've gotten to where this child understands that I'm angry and I want to shoot this individual because I'm assuming he was angry with the teacher and he felt like this was the way to get even with the teachers to go to take this, get my mom's gun, go to school and shoot this particular teacher. I feel like two years is okay. Listen, you you allow your child to have access to your firearm, then, hey, you got to pay the price. He's six years old. And then we get some help for the six-year-old, too, because we know he's six. You know, he, his, his brain is nowhere near uh, fully developed, right? He's a six-year-old. He's still learning. He's still growing. Um, he's still trying to process and understand things in life. So psychologically, he's not even there. So let's get him the help that he needs. Mom, if we give you these two years, you're going to know that you're going to need to keep that firearm under wraps and let no more of your children, if I don't know if this was her only child or not, you know, have access to this firearm. And then this sends a message to those parents out there like, hey, oh, they serious. Okay, so I definitely I can't allow for my child to have access to my firearm either because or else I'll wind up in prison or it could be even worse. Thank God the teacher didn't die. Right. The teacher didn't die. Right. No, honestly, I'm not even um, (laughs) sure. (laughs) I don't think she. I don't. I don't think she did. I don't. Yeah, I don't think she's just wounded. She was just wounded. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was wounded. 
She was yeah, just and, she it went through her hand and oh, and also into her chest. Yeah, but, um, so this could have been really, really a bad situation where she could have lost her life. And then what? So let's say that. God forbid, let's say she had lost her life. Would your perspective be different? Yes. Then? No, no, no. No, it would not be different. I say send that little menace to jail. Get create uh, like or something like do something to that so that he could pay, pay his price when he can, if he can. Like the mom, get her some <laughs> training on how to lock up her gun or something. Um, Take her kid away from her or whatever. If you feel that. But to, I don't know. I don't agree that the mom should be doing two years. Let that little boy do whatever he got to do for, for committing this crime. Like, put him, even though he put has him no understanding or something like I don't know, like, juvie, put him in, we put are, him somewhere, get him some counseling or something until he's of age to go do the time for doing his crime. Well, we I shouldn't be deal. I shouldn't be doing his time like, no, no. <laughs> no Deja you should not be going to jail because your son shot his teacher but also too you said you were saying like he's six and like his mind not developed at my big old age I just learned how to load a gun and take the safety off and fire it how the hell does this six-year-old know how to do well, that like that tells you that this gun was and it was loaded. loaded right that must be right. it was loaded yeah. So that's very negligent on the parents. Behalf. I'm not debating a- that. It was definitely negligent. Absolutely. I agree with you. Go ahead. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. So you should, as a parent, have bear no responsibility for this at all. She should, she should have some responsibilities for the, for the negligence of like leaving the fire on wherever she left it. I'm guessing she didn't have it locked up or um, th- there's, some, there's, there's some price she should pay for it. I, think I don't think going to jail good. for two years is that price. I, I mean, don't think. and look, look, if this is any, um, uh, what's really looking for? <laughs> if this makes you feel better, um, she's, she's not probably even going to do the full two years, right? She, she'll be out before, you know, the two years. Though. She, no, she's not gonna, it's just to get her to understand how severe um, that this could have been, right? This is nowhere near what it could have been because had this woman lost her life, we'll be it'll be a different story. We'll be talking about a different thing. And so I think two years is nothing, right? It wakes her up, it opens her eyes to what she should be doing as a parent. And then, yeah, and then it acts as a deterrent for other parents so that they can see and recognize like, hey, okay, this is a serious thing. Because we've heard of this before where children have gotten their parents' guns and they've even killed their own friends. You know, mm-hmm. they they shot their little friends playing around with it with each other and so forth. So, yeah, we got to. um Yeah. Come on. We got to tighten up as parents. And then there's another aspect to the story, mm-hmm. too, because she's actually is actually more than two years overall. She got the two years for the um child neglect part. But in August, she. Was charged with. um No, she was sentenced to 21 months in prison after pleading guilty to federal charges of using marijuana while in possession of a firearm and making a false statement about her drug use during the purchase of the firearm. That part, another thing that had me rolling my eyes, because it's like, what? I never even heard of that. Like, um, using marijuana while in possession of a firearm? Yeah, nah. Now, that one is a little... 21 months for that? Like, 
Huh? Like half the country smoke, more than half the country probably smoke weed and more than half the country probably own firearms. So it's, I, I understand the I that mean, part. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking at that kind of side. I, I mean, I guess the only thing that I can kind of uh, equate that to is like being under the influence while, you know, in possession of a firearm, because that would probably be like you maybe drinking and being um, in possession of a firearm. So you're not clearly thinking it affects your judgment, it affects your reaction time and all of that. So maybe that's why um, legally they could bring those charges up, upon her and, you know, hey, but 21 months, uh, yeah, I don't For me? But, yeah. I'm going to file this. We're going to file this under to be black in America. I'm going to file this <laughs> under that. Because what? Like, what? For making a false statement about her drug use during the purchase of a firearm. So when she was filling out her application, whatever you do to get your gun, do you smoke weed or whatever? She put no. And now I'm getting 21 years because I said I don't smoke weed. And you got these others out here killing well, everybody. Well, not 21 like, years, 21 months. 21 months. <laughs> yo, there be so many times I'll be watching the playback for this show and I'll be like, yo, I kept saying this and that's just like not what I meant to say, but I, I, I would switch it up. I'll be so into the moment. I'll be not realizing some of the just words I'm passionate. You're passionate. Yeah, we get it. <sighs> Man, I, Deja, who, who, what petition do we got to sign to get Deja to not do this time? Like, we got to figure something out. Um, well, I'm not signing the petition. The petition. <laughs> I'm not signing the petition for Deja. Deja, you, unfortunately, Deja, you got to do these two years. This uh, is that's that's definitely excessive. I agree with Deja's attorney. They said this is excessive and harsh. I agree with y'all. I don't know. But, and then meanwhile, you got this cop in Mississippi who was, who shot an 11-year-old who was unarmed, by the way, this family is the one that called the police because I think the mom's ex-boyfriend or ex-husband came to the house and he wasn't supposed to be there. She had the son call the police. They come. The guy already had left. The police doing what police do, being overzealous, comes in the crib. She already told them the man already left. They go in the crib yelling out, everybody who's in here, come downstairs right now. 11 years old this boy come downstairs nothing in his hand and this cop shoots him and he dies no and he, ran, die and the, he died oh really i want to say he died let me see hold on no yeah he is, died this, oh okay was this i thought this was this not the little black boy who got wait uh shot in the shoulder nah <clears throat> let me see hold on i could have sworn he died I hope maybe he if he didn't no, die, thankfully he didn't die. I thought he died. But <laughs> the same story. I don't think he died. I think he, he got shot in the shoulder because they, they knew him. I think you know they, they say he was hospitalized for five days with a collapsed lung, lacerated liver, and fractured ribs from the gunshot wound in his chest. Okay, so he didn't die. He didn't die but he was wounded and this grand jury, um, this sergeant is not going to be charged with this. Like, huh? I guess I would need to know. That's not reckless. Y'all talk about reckless endangerment or something or like, like what? 
I would need to know more of the circumstances surrounding the incident, right? Like, did the little boy appear out of nowhere? Did they told they yelled out, come down, everybody in here, come downstairs. The little boy came downstairs and was shot. Yeah, yeah, then that's that's a form of negligence. Um, I mean, but look. We see this all the time where if it not if I'm not mistaken, the cop happens to be of color. And mind he, you, yes, he is. And mind you, um, she told them that it was the man already had left and that there was three children in the home. She informed him that who up who's upstairs, who you're calling down is three children. She informed him of that. Yeah, that that is. Yeah. They yelled into the home and ordered anyone inside to come out with their hands up. The little boy ate a Darian Murray. He walked into the living room with nothing in his hands. And this trigger happy asshole shoots. (laughs) Scared for your life. Go get a new profession. Because what? If you that shaky and startled and go go get another job. Go, Go work at a bank. Urban Outfitters, something, because what? <laughs> I think it was an accident. And they won't release the footage. Like, I don't like that. No, Let I Deja Taylor I think something... out of that jail. That's not the same, though. That's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Two people were wounded from a shooting. <laughs> one is in jail. One is not. It sounds the same to me. It sounds it's the same. not the same. And, and one actually should know better. The cop, really, he did training and all of this. Like That's the difference. That's the difference. So yeah, Asia, the cop should know better. She ain't learned she needs to lock her thing up or whatever have you. Um, Maybe. What? Like, this cop went through a whole training. Wait, so out. you said you said that Deja doesn't know or didn't she, know that she, she didn't go. Up she firearm. didn't go through training. Maybe that's something we need to look into in this country. Before you get a gun, go through training on how to keep it, how to store it, how to handle it. Maybe make people take a class on like, you know, I'm, this I'm is my sure ideas. Nah, I'm sure David don't watch <laughs> plenty of uh, shows and or news. She could look at the news alone to see how many uh, situations have occurred where children have gotten a hold of their parents' firearms and the things that have come out of that. So she don't have to go to a training to know that she should not leave her firearm in a way that her child can have access to it. I don't think she she needs training on that. Nah. But... We're gonna we're gonna um move on from this from from Deja. We'll see we'll see what happens uh, with this if if anything okay. change. I'm not sure if her people are appealing this decision or what have you, but uh we're gonna move on because we're running low on some timing over here. Um, what else are we talking about? Um, Oprah has admitted to using a medical drug, medication drug for weight loss. Um, This is why I wanted to talk about this today, because we've been hearing um, about people using drugs like Ozempic, um, Moderna. What's the other one? Um, It's a third one that. But the thing is, nobody ever admits to it. It's just they're big one day, then they're skinny the next day. And it's like, oh, I've been in the gym, like holding it down. (laughs) 
And people been speculating, you know, like, oh, they using, they using no Zimfin or whatever <laughs> have you. <laughs> like they on that stuff. But so now Moderna was officially like approved by the FDA. And it's in this third one. I'm trying to figure out the name of it. Um, Oprah is, I think she might be the first like major celebrity who's admitted to taking um, this uh, medically approved. She didn't say which one, but she's admitting to taking this, this drug. What you think about this? Uh, I think it's it's okay. Like you want to take the drug, you take the drug. My thing is, uh, the FDA quickly approved this um, diabetes medication because it was it's essentially for diabetics, um, and they quickly approved this really really fast. Uh, I feel, in my opinion, mm-hmm. after word of like all of these celebrities that were using this as a weight loss agent, right? Mm-hmm. And so I just feel like everything always goes back to the almighty dollar at the end of the day. It's about yeah. money. And so, yeah, but you know, to each its own. If you want to take the weight loss drug, I mean, the diabetic essentially um, initially used diabetic medication as a weight loss agent for yourself, then that's helping you, then hey, by all means, do what you gotta do. That was the uh, there was some controversy behind it too because there was people were saying that when when this Ozempic became popular for people to take it for weight loss, they were saying that actual diabetic people couldn't get the drug, like because it was selling out or whatever have you. Um, because people was using it that didn't have diabetes just for the weight loss. So now the the government or whoever comes in and um is a proven one now and like you said for the dollar um but yeah yeah i don't i don't yeah it i just would be um if this was initially a diabetic medication and of course i don't know what you know oprah's taking or whatever but because she did she didn't say what right. she was taking you know so um yeah i just would be kind of leery of this because this is a medication that was for diabetes and i'm like well if i don't have diabetes what's that going to do to me yeah it's helping me to lose weight but what's the what's going to happen to me in the long long run right and is, are there any long-term effects uh yeah i'm right. seeing the, the the instant gratification of it is that i'm, I'm shedding some pounds but yeah but yeah i mean if that's what they want to do hey I'm, I'm here for you. And I'm not sure if the Moderna or the Wigovi, I think that's the third one. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but those are the three like main names that's out there. Um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Moderna and Wigovi are the only two that's like the FDA approved for weight loss. Correct. Those were the only two that I heard so, that they approved. Um, we could only imagine like is, is one of them, but Oprah, like you said, didn't say exactly which one she's taken but she did say that she only takes it now as she feels she needs it like she she mentioned like the holidays was coming up she knew she was going to put on some pounds like we all do when you eating a lot during the holidays so she took it you know to just maintain and she said the fact that there's a medically approved prescription for managing weight and staying healthier in my lifetime feels like relief like redemption like a gift and not something to hide behind and once again be ridiculed for I'm absolutely done with the shaming from other people and particularly myself. And now I see also, um, what's her name from the talk, the other, uh, the host from the talk, uh, Cheryl Underwood. Cheryl Underwood she recently yeah. came out and said she's taking a drug too. And 
open an open door to get, let people be honest about, uh, you know, taking getting this this aid to to help you uh, manage your weight. But I did hear about some side effects and with the um, with the Ozempic one. I don't know about with the Moderna or Wegovy, but I heard about some side effects with the Ozempic. But hey, we'll see. Everybody got everything got side effects, I guess. <laughs> We'll Everything has a Oprah. Oprah looks good. <laughs> and do what you got to do to uh, feel good and look good. That's right. That's right. Uh, let's move on. What else are we talking about? Adele. So Adele, she did an interview um, or released a statement. I think it was an interview where she was talking about people singing her songs. And she said, um, in quote, she said, I think I'm not the best singer in the world at all, but no one else can sing my songs like me because they didn't write them. No one sings my songs like me, period. They can't sing. The lyrics are not their own, and I don't think anyone else should sing my songs. I don't mind when they do it, but I'm just saying they're never going to be able to emote it. And she said, um, same way I can't sing other people's songs. I didn't write the lyrics and I can't sing as well as them. Um, whatever, right? So when the blogs got hold of this quote from Adele, they paraphrased it and took just the parts that said, I don't like when other people use my song or no one can sing my songs like me, they can't sing. And that's it. And that was the headline <laughs> across all of the blogs. So of course people like, what? Like, what do you mean? Because you got people like Aretha Franklin that covered Adele's songs, a bunch of like big name artist that has covered her songs uh selena johnson took that headline that a lot of these blogs were what's the word um dang what's the word i'm looking for uh i can't think of it right now but they were misleading in their their title and she ran with it and commented she said girl bye we don't make these records so that we can sit and listen to them and have our own emotions. We make them so that others can heal, be inspired and or motivated. We make music for others to feel. Otherwise, don't release it and sing it in the shower. <laughs> so don't agree? Ask the people who pay their money to come get those very emotions. As for someone covering a song, that is the highest form of flattery, especially when you write it. It means they either love it, like it, or feel connected to you or it. She said a couple other things, but what do you think about um, first uh, Adele's comment about um, no one can sing her songs like her because they didn't write it. They're not going to be able to mold it the same way. What do you think? You know, I like to get to like the, the root of things. So who who was she talking about? Was she talking specifically about people who, who are covering her music? Yeah. Who Specifically okay. people who are covering her music. So with in that regard, I, I kind of go with what Selena Johnson mentioned in terms of people covering other artists' songs, right? I do feel like that's kind of the highest form of flattery, right? Or homage that they're paying toward this artist. Like, oh my gosh, I love your, your music so much. You know, I'm, I'm a singer or I'm an aspiring singer and I just, I want to sing like you. I want, I want, this song meant this much to me that I, I wanted to do it 
you know, in my way. And this is kind of paying respect to you. So I kind of agree with Selena in that. Yeah, we know that they're not you. We know that they are not going to sing it like you because they're different artists, right? I don't think that you can hold or you should hold this music like captive or hostage. Like, okay, <laughs> we know you wrote it. We know you sang it and you're going to sing it best, right? And in, in some cases, some other people have sang the song or the covers really, really well. You know, where you've been like, oh my gosh, okay. I've even heard artists say, oh, I, I wouldn't even have thought of to sing it like that. Like the original, um, you know, artists mm -hmm. of the song has said when someone else has covered it, like, oh my gosh, I like the way you sang it. I wouldn't have thought to sing it that way. So I don't know, Adele, like to, to have that uh, thought process on it is kind of weird to me, but um, yeah, I mean, hey. <laughs> like, I feel like um, I, I, I get what she's saying, but I definitely, um, I could say I disagree because like, even though you wrote the song, and you um, you sung it beautifully. Other people may have been going through the same thing you went through. They may have, you know, felt that same exact way you felt. And when singing it, could emote in, in their own way what you the lyrics you you were saying. So I definitely feel like now if you're a horrible singer, yeah, but I don't feel like no one shouldn't be able to sing my song because. They didn't write it, you know, like that part is kind of like, I guess, but I, I definitely uh, I don't agree with it. But to, to Selena, I'm going to just blame that on the, the, the blogs being irresponsible and posting the headline the way they posted it, because had they posted the full thing, because people don't like to read captions. They read the headline and then they comment like, what you mean they can't sing? But it was more to it. So I think blogs just got to do better with. um even though I know it's for clicks and you know, you gotta, oh, what they'll say, what they'll say they can't sing. Yeah. It's attention grabbing. I mean, yeah. I feel like, you know, I think all of the outlets do it, newspapers, so forth. You got, you got to come up with a very creative, you know, headline in order to grab the attention. Uh, we need attention getters in speeches. We need attention getters in um, everything that we do, right? So it's what I says that's gonna, you know, grab your attention and have you tune in. So it's, it's that way of doing it. Is it right? Uh, no, I don't think so, but hey, it, it does the job. <laughs> right. Um, last but not least, we're going to move on. Last but not least, what's hot in these blogs? I want to talk about this movie, uh, Leave the World Behind. It's on Netflix. It got a lot of people talking because it's one of those movies where it could be taken a few different ways. How do you, how do you feel what you feel they meant by this, by that. Like, it's one of those movies that'll have you thinking. And um, I like the movie. I know you've seen it as well. And I just didn't like the way it ended because it fe I felt like I needed more. I felt like I, it was incomplete. Like, I needed closure. <laughs> um, I'm trying not to spoil you um, too much of it, but it stars Julia Roberts, Mahershala Ali, Ethan Hawke, um, Kevin Bacon's in it as well. Um, it's on Netflix and it's, it, it's like in parts. Um, what do you think, what was your takeaway from, from Leave the World Behind? What do you um, think they were trying to I'm say? Gonna, I'm gonna try to sum this up really fast. I know we're short on time, but uh, yeah. 
Leave the world behind was great for me. I, I'm I'm a different type of thinker. I'm I you know I, I I'm kind of a philosophical thinker. So I think like I see things that maybe not so many people see, uh, whether it's in movies and or television shows or whatever have you. There's always a deeper meaning. There's an underlying meaning to everything that's being presented. And so I think it was great overall. I think there. I can't really say much because it'll spoil it for some individuals. I want I want people to really kind of delve I mean, you in. Could, you could say a little something. <laughs> um, I think there's meaning behind uh, the children. Many people pointed out in terms of technology, right, and how mm-hmm. uh, you know kids are just you know with technology and they're, they're selfish and they only care about themselves. So some people I spoke to spoke to that aspect of the movie. I think they were missing it in that. I think uh, there were pivotal moments in the movie. There were there were things that the movie alluded to in terms of distractions for us in the world altogether, right? There's so, so much going on that we're distracted by that and we're not um, conscientious of what's actually happening, right? We got to be more alert and pay more attention to right, what's right in front of us and we don't. So if I had to had a takeaway, that would be that. Like, let's be more uh, conscientious of what's happening and what's going on right in front of us and try to deaden the noise with everything else that's happening outside of that, because that's a distraction. And if you are concentrated on the distraction, you'll miss right in front of what's right in front of you. That could potentially save your life at the end of the day. Okay. That's definitely a, a um, you know, deep way to, to, to look at it. Um, I, I looked at it like, um, one thing it pointed out to me is how lost we would be without technology, without uh, Wi-Fi, without signal, without um, the internet. In this day and age, like, I feel like we would be lost. And it kind of made me wonder regarding, because it, it kind of alludes to like a cyber attack happening. And it kind of made me wonder, like, in our own government, do we have like a contingency plan in place for if there was a cyber attack? Or are we just like that vulnerable to where if there was one, we would just be knocked off the grid and lost and like, just like lost literally and figuratively. Like, I wonder if they have something in place like for that, because you got planes falling out the sky. Like is a lot of stuff happening in this movie all because of they don't have the, satellites or whatever like you know yes it's, it's kind of uh kind of makes you think um but it really was a great move i'm glad that uh the uh uh the obamas were executive producers right uh, of the movie yeah yep. and so were, uh yeah so. they were executive producers of it um it felt like something um m night Shyamalan is one of my favorite directors i love everything he do because he puts out projects that does make you think and it kind of like you might have to watch it twice like real quick the one movie he put out um called the village i watched that movie a few times and it wasn't until like the fifth time or so where i i I always thought it was incomplete i was like is it i likened it to like if you're reading a book and somebody just snatched the book out your hand mid page it's like yo what that's how the village ended for me and i watched it a few times after the fifth time i realized Oh shit. Like the answer is right there. It's not incomplete. So that's how that's kind of how this um movie was for me. 
I, I don't know. I got to watch it again. Maybe I'll feel differently about the ending, but it definitely seemed, it felt like something M. Night Shyamalan uh, would have done how it was shot. The director, Sam Ismaili, I don't know if he was inspired by M. Night or what, but he said the ending is open on purpose. He says, if you are a pessimist, then you would feel that they didn't make it to the bunker. If you are optimistic, if you're optimistic, then you will feel they made it out. And he himself likes to believe the latter. So I guess he left it open on purpose for like interpretation or whatever. But I feel that like I sense. still didn't like it. Like now I want more. <laughs> now I want a series. Bring me a series out of this or something. And I don't usually like series, but I feel like in this case, show you show me the movie first and now give me a series to keep it going. Because I need more. I need to know who was attacking, who was <laughs> blowing up. Did they make it to the bunker? Like, I mean, I did feel like they made it to, you know, they made it because, you know, I'm, I am an optimistic. So you I, got this I, guy, Kevin Bacon's cat. What, what, did I say Kevin Bacon? What's his name? <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Yeah, Ethan Hawke. Ethan, Ethan Hawke. Wait, no. Kevin Bacon. Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Yeah. I'm bugging. Mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon's character who was like threatening them because, you know, we as humans are going to be a little extra when, when shit hits the fan All humanity goes out the window. So you got him that's possibly heading to the bunker. Like, I want to know what's up. Like, what's, what's what happened? What, how did it, how's it going to end? I need more. Obama's executive produced another one or a series from it. Um, but yeah. So that's leave the world behind. Um, yeah, that concludes what's hot in these blogs. Normally we do what blows mine, but we're going to skip that uh, for this week. I don't really have anything that blows mine, but I do want to read one response from the question of the day, which was, is there a difference between, um, what was Criticism it? Criticism and hate. <laughs> Criticism, Criticism and hating. And um, loving the Ice Queen said, there is no difference. So there you have it. There is no difference. Um, yeah. We appreciate you for listening. However you're listening, be sure to follow me on social media at I am Hollywood, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Follow our producer Stacy at Hampton Blue Network. Um, across all platforms, BLU is how you spell blue. And um, our page, the the Hollywood and Friends, is at Hollywood and Friends on Instagram or Facebook.com/slash Hollywood and Friends Radio. And you can also email us Hollywood and Friends Radio at gmail.com. If you're on YouTube. You want to see us head over there, youtube.com slash Hampton blue. I want to thank my boy rail for being a part today. Appreciate your input. And we got to have, gotta have, thank you, gotta have you back. Got to have you back again. Appreciate, appreciate you. And yeah. Um, that's it. Appreciate you for listening. However you're listening. Until next time, we out. Deuces. Round of applause. It's your big night. You've been waiting for this. You got your dress picked, your shoes right, your jewelry flawless, new names in your call list, thought I'd never know all this, took a risk just to play that role, must have took a whole lot of courage, damn, sure know how to work a room. 
baby, ooh, you a star. Then make it home right for dinner time. Where'd you study at, Juilliard? You so gifted, no audition. Must be chasing after the fame. Well, the stage is set and the winner is. Look, they called your name. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Don't be so shocked now, you earned it. Can't even speak, you so nervous. Had your speech ready, your girl set to back you like a chorus. Chorus, alibi, just a noble lie. Ain't no need to apologize. Go ahead, baby, accept that shit. And look, this whole thing's televised. Just so thankful, I'm just so thankful you done got caught. Got caught. For that jewelry maker was called. Cue that rapper music, cut a short. No audition, you so gifted. Heard you chasing after the fame. Well, the stage is set, and the winner is. Look, they called your name. It's crazy. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations. Congratulations.